Welcome to Destination Marriage, a podcast about successfully navigating the winding roads of marriage. Whether you're wanting to get married, newlyweds, or have been married for years, we want to share with you how we have navigated those winding roads over the past 20 years in our marriage. Join us on this journey as we talk about real life experiences in marriage and what we have learned along the way. We discuss love, travel, kids, friendships, and much more, all from the perspective of our lives together. Happiness, love, grace, passion are things we all strive for in marriage, and we invite you to take this journey with us. Welcome Welcome to to Destination Destination Marriage. Welcome to episode 56 of Destination Marriage. I'm Tommy. And I'm Jackie. And we are thrilled to have you join us on this journey today. Hello, baby girl. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Fantastic. So today, we're going to talk about a couple things, a couple uh, recent um, uh, TV shows that we uh, watch and we have some updates there mm-hmm. that are very interesting. And then, um, so the first thing we're gonna talk about is a, a tragic, uh, 90 day fiance, you know, just, I mean, my go-to show, the show that I just, yeah, I right. love so much and it, it, it's how I, you know, that's how I, uh, filter marriage is through that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's some interesting, crazy news on that. And then we just finished a really fun to watch, uh, Netflix documentary called mm-hmm. the tender swindler. We're going to break that one down. I'm glad you stumbled upon that one. That was right. That one. was just flipping through, you know, yeah. just surfing Netflix. <laughs> and then the lab, we're going to introduce a new, new kind of series we're going to be doing and, uh, won't, uh, I'll kind of save it for later, but we're going to talk about one of the, some health things that we just did last week and, mm-hmm. um, tell you a little bit about it. So, yeah. Baby, tell us about 90 Day Fiance. What happened? Yeah, so if you guys have been listening to us for a while, I have mentioned that I thoroughly enjoy the entertainment that 90 Day Fiance brings into my life, and I have been watching it for years. (laughs) I find it, and I'm not a huge reality TV buff, but I am really into this show. You just can't write this stuff. I mean, (laughs) so in the latest 90 Day Fiance news, um, if you guys have been watching that show, you may know one of the um, previous... 90 day fiance characters or I don't know what you want to call them. I mean, cause it's participants. Yeah. Yeah. Participants. Characters is probably the best way to say it. I mean, what percentage of it's really truth, right? Shams. But yeah. Whatever. Jo- Joffrey Paschal from season four of 90 day fiance before the 90 days. So there's obviously different 90 day fiance shows. It's 90 day fiance before the 90 days. He has recently within the last few days been sentenced to 18 years in prison. Wow. Which, when Tommy and I were talking about this, we were at dinner the other night. It was a date night, mm-hmm. and I mentioned it to you. Hey, one of the guys from 90 Day Fiance was just arrested or just sentenced to 18 years. And you were like, that's a long time. So right. what exactly did he do? Which right. I wanted to break down because that is, that's a pretty hefty. Because you told me it was for like domestic domestic abuse. That was my original, which is correct. That right. Is, and I was like, 18 years. Holy crap. What did he do? Right. And I didn't know he had priors. Yeah. Because first of all, I'm thinking if you're on this show... How are you on this show with not just like, oh, priors, like when he was a teenager, he did something stupid. Mm -hmm. I don't know, stole a lollipop from a candy store. But this guy, (laughs) he was sentenced to 18 years for prison for domestic abuse um, and aggravated kidnapping. And that's in addition to this is what his most recent, um, Mm -hmm. I guess, you know, crimes are. But um as far as previously what he had done, he actually already already had two federal drug charges for drug trafficking and possession with intent to sell a controlled substance. 
I mean, federal charges. Those are much, you know, typically those are two federal charges. Yeah, those are bigger than just state charges. Not that state charges are nothing, but and we didn't look into it. I mean, the first question in my mind is, how in the world did that guy get on the show? Exactly. Are they not vetting any of these people at all? Apparently not. It's very concerning. It's a a very. I mean, anytime any of us have gotten a new job, what do they do? Background check, criminal history, first thing that pops up. It's like you name it. It's a. You know, it's a very commonplace thing that they, now the only thing that could be is, you know, sometimes you hear about these intent, you know, possession with intent to sell Mm -hmm. and it's like they had a bag of marijuana, right? And because it was over a certain amount, they said, oh, well that's, you know, obviously you're trying to sell. I mean, I don't know. Did you look up like what the actual. It said controlled substance. So I don't know what drug it was. Maybe they did know about it and it just, they said, oh, well, you know, he was going to push some oxy pills or something who knows i mean you know, so the guy when you watch the show and obviously this not is that not, those are not that's good it's just is it like was he a was he a you know cocaine kingpin or was he like a guy that had you know a, a gram over what was allowed that then it kicked it up to like more charges yeah something tells me he's not like the head of some big cocaine right, right. okay because he's putting himself on 90 days but fiance. still the guy i mean the guy's an idiot and he's a narcissist if you already know i've got some skeletons in my closet not to mention okay you don't go to jail for this but he this he's on his fourth marriage he's been married four times okay Unbelievable. he's already he already has been married four times so clearly this guy already has not only a rap sheet, but he has relationship problems and issues. There's other things going on right behind the scenes. But when they do, when they do introduce him to the show, um, Joffrey mm-hmm. portrays himself or they portray him to be right. an outdoorsy single dad, fitness buff, entrepreneur, and <laughs> entrepreneur actor. Yeah. And he was a drug, this. he was a drug trafficker. Exactly. But <laughs> <laughs> that was his business. Side gig. Um, but here's the thing, which I thought was kind of juicy. I was doing some research on this guy and get this. So, in the beginning, actually, he actually talks about it in the show that he's an actor, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Get this. Most of the acting gigs he's actually been able to land are true crime shows. I kid you not. Where he's reenacting crimes. Oh, he's like when you see those shows and it's like. Like a bit actor. Yeah. Like, a, you know, when oh, wow. it's like a B, a B movie or B show, but like reenacting true crime. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But is How he ironic. really acting? No. <laughs> it's like be yourself. Okay. Okay. Easy enough. So how do they let the guy that, I mean, that's dangerous. It's very dangerous. It's dangerous. Yeah. Right? And you know, and so they, 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 did they just, was it an oversight? I don't know. Oh, I don't yeah. know if the budget for this TLC show and TLC is a huge network. Okay. I don't know if they throw pennies to, to, to this particular show, Could especially be. until it gets huge. Maybe until, yeah. I don't know how many seasons have there been? Well, 90 Day Fiancé is the front runner of that that series or whatever you want to call it. But 90 Day Fiancé before the 90 days, that's I think they only have yeah, but like he was six on it. seasons. He on was on it a long time ago. Right. He, he so was maybe on it back then, ago. like it would they were it was a shoe screen shoe string budget. Yeah, it was a couple years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Still, wow. But still, you know, the, I mean, that's the liability kind of the, that they would bring on by having a guy like that. Exactly. I mean, I feel like these people are pro- probably signing off their lives to get on the show because you do have to apply for it you know so i also think he probably wasn't really on the show to find love he was trying to add it to his resume yeah no kidding right another acting gig actor slash uh, drug lord drug lord so what about his fiance who was his fiance on the show okay so his current fiance okay is still the girl from the show she stayed with him and she's actually living in his home, taking care of the house while he is now in jail for 18 years. She's well, from Russia. Hey, she, 
maybe it's the best case for her. I mean, but she's standing she, by him. She's sticking up for him. It's yeah, not like knowing she, full well he's not going to be around. I mean, for her, you know, now she's been able to get, she, I guess was, I think I looked it up to try to see how she able to get her visa because they're not married. They're engaged. Oh yeah. Different. She was a so part she doesn't of some have like a green card marriage yet. No, but I think she was able to get it through a, some type of visa lottery. It oh, looks like. Geez. So if they may be her best case scenario. She wanted to come to the U S use this guy as a, as a means to get to the U S which, Perhaps. which I mean, it's they either want fame or they want to come to the U.S. Like, that's the only reason that they're doing this show. In my... Yeah, I mean... Unknowing, Especially if you opinion. already know the guy is, has abused other women. So, you know, this is... She's the latest fiancé. His previous fiancé is, is the one that he slammed her head into a wall. Um, you know... Come on, guys. Yeah. Uh, she ended up in the hospital. She, she was only able to escape the house once he fell asleep. I think she's, she's not, this Russian woman probably is not an idiot mm -hmm. and is like, oh, well now I don't have to like do the whole sham marriage thing. I can just right. live in his house. I don't have to worry about I him. I don't have to worry about him being around. Yeah. So it may have worked out in her favor. I mean, I, I'm not, I, I mean, that's way off the top of my head, but I mean, if I'm her, right. Mm -hmm. But what if he gets let out early? Oh man. What a, what a scumbag. Yeah. But you know what? Shame on the show. Honestly, I think they need to start doing yeah more thorough background checks but that's a lot of liability they don't want to that you know when when keep when it entertaining when companies people, like corporate america finds out stuff like that mm -hmm. they cut that bait right away normally yeah because i think they tried risk. to remove him from reunion shows that he was supposed to be on well, he's they, not gonna be on any reunion shows anytime yeah, exactly. soon um yeah, you're right. He is a narcissist. It goes back to the um, what was the we were talking about the, the I, housewife and the hustler episode yeah. we did. I think and it's a, the it, fact that she went all over TV showing, "Hey, I got this. Look at this. Look at th look at my closet. Look at these cars. All look the at my while home. know that they're doing just, right things behind the scenes to actually it's take just, money off the here. Out of come the in and film of, you know film the uh, evidence. Mm -hmm. Wow, but. I mean, and that guy was a lawyer, a really well-paid, high-powered lawyer, and he just let it go because he just, I think he had that level of narcissism, and mm -hmm. he was getting along in age. Maybe he was just like, whatever. Yeah, these people aren't complete idiots. I mean, typically, they're pretty intelligent, but they're wow. narcissistic and selfish and could really care less what they do to others, I guess. I mean, look, he's trying to still, I think on his Instagram, it's like actor, and you know that's what he really, how he promotes himself mm -hmm. and through social media, so enough of that guy yeah so, so he's done he will no longer be on the show but i just thought i would throw it out there if you're not watching 90 day fiance or 90 day fiance before the 90 days you need to watch it it is really good but you don't, you they don't need to it's entertaining to. it's entertaining <laughs> if you want something to laugh at, i seriously but what laugh you need at the show to watch, every week what What's you that? need to watch is the tender swindler yeah thank you for finding that, that i was, was, it was totally random i was like oh I'll just you know look find a documentary you know and and i uh, I watched the one on the whole uh, biogenesis, the steroid scandal and baseball. Check that one out. I forget what it's called. It's with Anthony Bosch. Really good if you're a baseball fan. And I saw this Tinder swindler. It was trending or whatever on Netflix. So I opened it up and I started watching it. And you were kind of... Uh, I was getting ready to go to the gym. Is that what it was? Okay. Yeah. You were in the kitchen, you know, and, and I started laughing at this show as it brought up this, this you know, the beginnings of it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, my first response was the same as yours. Like, what an idiot. So... Here's this story. It's this really well-made um, documentary uh, about a, a guy that's uh, from Israel mm -hmm. who um, 
they do a nice job of sort of building it up if you don't know the story. So you don't really know how it's going to end and how it's going to, yeah, they do mm-hmm. a really nice job from a, uh, whatever, directing standpoint or production like standpoint. The, yeah, the narrative, mm-hmm. how they build that up. So this guy, I forget his name, Simon, uh, I forget the last name. He claims to be... Laviv, Laviv, right? yeah. He claims to be the son of uh, the Laviv Diamond Corporation or whatever it's mm-hmm. called, out of Israel. Yeah. And... He shows it starts out where you know it's this uh, woman from Norway or Sweden who is on Tinder swiping through and it's kind of giving her story who she is, her background, mm-hmm. and she meets this guy Simon and you know swipes left or whatever, whichever direction Tinder right. is. Swipe, yeah. right. swipe right if you're interested. <laughs> so, this woman loves Tinder, she's trying to find love on Tinder. First mistake, second mistake, she oh, he's good looking. Mm-hmm. Or did she swipe that way because all of his pictures showed him on private jets on and like, you know, exotic islands, expensive stuff. So he, <laughs> this guy immediately like mm-hmm. matches with her or whatever. She goes off in the, on the first date after yeah. having coffee with him, agrees to get on his private plane and fly wherever they were flying in Europe. Mm-hmm. And... This is all in one day. All in the same day. Yeah. Or, yes, relatively same day. Maybe the next day. <laughs> and you and I were both like, what were you thinking, you moron? Like, how do you do that? Stranger how do- danger. Here, I'm going to go her leave friends, the country. Right. Even her friends were like, just, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. She, 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 was telling, she was telling her friends, hey, I'm going on a private plane. Actually, some of the girls that responded were like, oh, send me photos. Yeah. You know? And the others were like, um, that doesn't sound safe. That was like, that doesn't sound safe. Yeah. That that girl was her real friend, but here's here's the thing: when they're showing images, so part of this part of the whole documentary is to share the actual pictures, the actual messages. So yeah, because this is all they very back recent. All of this, yeah, yeah, because this recently happened. So the girl does say that she had been on Tinder for I think seven years, mm-hmm. and she's scrolling through. She said, <laughs> "He, I could notice he lives a life that." I would never live or I have never lived. So she goes after the rich, good looking guy. He was in it flying private. He wears designer head to toe. He's driving or being driven. I should say in cars because he has Mm -hmm. a driver um, that, you know, most people would never be able to step foot in, you know, every week he's in some new place, whether it's Mykonos, Santorini, he's in Madrid, he's, you know, in Barcelona, he's all over the place. City to city, flying on a private plane. That's really what gravitated her towards the guy first. It wasn't like he's, you know, so the rest of the, yes, the (laughs) the rest of the documentary, you're kind of like, I don't really feel too bad for you. I do as a human, but like you kind of stepped right in it and you should have seen that coming from a mile away. Well, I think she obviously was attracted to those things. She -hmm. was pretty open that she wasn't looking for someone with money, but that it grabbed her attention. Right. So I think on her end, yeah, it was probably the glitz and the glam Mm -hmm. and it, it sounds like she's a gold digger, you know, it sounds like it it. really does. If she's on Tinder for, to find love, she just has her priorities screwed up to begin with, uh, you know, but, and go ahead. So, so she falls head over heels for this guy. Yeah. And he's a smooth talking guy. I mean, he, he says all the right things. He shows all these texts and they have like all these voicemails or, you know, WhatsApp messages and, and Instagram and all the, you know, all the normal social media stuff. He's just blowing her up, buying her stuff, tra- taking her all over the world. Staying in over the top five star Every hotels. time. Yeah. The rest of the, the rest of the documentary, when they're trying to like track this guy, he's like, oh, he's at the Mandarin Oriental. Oh, he's at the Four Seasons. Oh, he's mm-hmm. at the Ritz. The guy's not staying at, you know, 
Hampton super Inn. eight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you went real. <laughs> I went super eight. Um, so <laughs> then they introduce another woman mm-hmm. and this is where I think the production value of the, sh- of the, the documentary got really, really interesting. So there's another woman who I think she was Norwegian or Swedish again, another mm-hmm. blonde looks, you know, with, there's a trend, right, of going after sort of that uh, Scandinavian. Oh, well, also it has to do with and with Tinder. Remember, he's using the app to actually yeah, connect with people. So right, it has right, to right. do with location. Where he's at. Yeah, and mile radius so that he's looking within. So this woman is, I think, has a better head on her shoulders a little bit. She doesn't she seems fall very bright. For, right, she doesn't mm-hmm. fall for him from a like a boyfriend-girlfriend perspective. But no. she liked his lifestyle as well. They she become be fast friends. friends. Mm-hmm. Um and he was actually with a girl, like a Russian model at the time, right? Yeah. So she, they were all friends. Again, traveling, same story. But what they did really nicely in the, in the documentary is the first woman, he starts asking her for money because he claims that his enemies are after him and he shows these pictures of her, his bodyguard with blood all over him. Because again, he's part of a very large diamond. Right. right? So, <laughs> you know, the diamond industry is, is sketchy. It can mm-hmm. be, you know, there's some... There's probably all sorts of stuff we don't know, right? Right. I so mean, that's where he has these quote-unquote enemies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because they've they're tracking his phone and his credit cards, he can't use them. I need you to send money, and it gets starts out a little bit small, and then more and more and more. And mm-hmm. what they do in the documentary is while she's explaining, and he, she's showing all the texts and things that mm-hmm. that uh, like he's sending her requesting for money and all these yeah. reasons, and she's giving him money. She's taking out loans. She's maxing out credit cards. In the meantime, in parallel, they show this new woman all the trips that they're going on, Mm -hmm. all these trips, all these things that he's buying with her money. Right. So you clearly there's a trend. Yeah. Right. So you you can kind of see this from a mile away. What's going to happen. Basically he's going to, he's going to clubs. He's buying. Oh yeah. Clubs. He's buying multiple bottles of champagne. He's buying over the top dinners. And he also has a team, you know, mm-hmm. he has have he has to have a bodyguard. He has to have a driver. He mm-hmm. has all the, and God forbid he wears anything that, you know, Isn't came Gu- off of a rack, right. you know, at Dillard's, um, <laughs> you know, he's wearing Gucci head mm-hmm. to toe. So, you know, he's keeping up with that lifestyle on her dime without on the other, her knowing. On the other blonde's dime. Right. right. She thinks she she's know. helping keep him alive and safe. Right. So eventually the first, the first woman sort of finds out she figures it out that like this guy, cause he, uh, he started getting a little bit more desperate and his tone, changed. his tone changed. And, and so she started figuring out, so she started doing some research and fi- and, um, and then the other blonde started getting asked, the second woman started getting asked for money as well. Mm-hmm. Same, same story, almost the same pictures, a lot of the same texts, my enemies, can you just take us? So she thought was she was helping grand. out her friend, you know, she thought he was helping out. She was helping out a friend. Yeah. Anyways, so you, again, you can clearly, and so our first thought was from the first woman, mm-hmm. wouldn't you think if he's quote a billionaire son that like that company may have some resources to help him out, like, yeah, like, and security. Figure, like security and stuff. It's like she didn't, she just was head over heels with this guy. The Nobody other, asked these questions. It's so right, weird. The other woman, understand. it was, she even said, she's like, I thought it was helping a friend mm-hmm. get out of a, a rough situation, you know, kind of, kind of storyline. She, I think she came to her, the conclusion, she started figuring things out faster than the first woman did in my, in my opinion, it seemed like it, right? Mm-hmm. She ends up talking to some journalists and figuring out this guy, uh, had all these false, um, uh, you know, like false names that he went under. 
he was wanted in Israel. So they fly to Israel and these journalists from, from, uh, from Denmark or something or, or, or Finland, they're, yeah. they're uh, tracking this guy down. They figure out he lives in kind of the, the slums of Tel Aviv or like, mm-hmm. you know, low, low rent place. And anyways, really good documentary. Yeah. And then what <laughs> really caught us out of, out of left field was mm-hmm. the introduce a third woman. Yeah. what do you think at that point? Um, well at that point it's like, gosh, you know, this guy, obviously he's a criminal, but mm-hmm. I'm also thinking, He's very intelligent. I right. mean, how smart do you have to are. be? Because they all did say, here's one thing. And I said it in the beginning when he started texting that one girl. I said he sends that exact same message to every mm-hmm. single girl. And guess what? The, the third girl and the second, um, a lot of the messages, his responses were identical. But the two romantic relationships, those messages, videos even, mm-hmm. that he would send, were just saved messages that he would just send them out. Kind of like a... I don't know. What do you get when you get like, one of those letters from like, like a, a form, business a form, form letter? letter. Like yeah, that. he just like inserted a, a different letter. name into the right. That, yeah, but he did remember details. She did He's say very smart. He would remember a lot of little things. Mm-hmm. It was very romantic, very thoughtful. So he would remember things and send her certain gifts that were in line with things that she had shared with him. I mean, that's huge. If he's juggling all of this stuff, not to mention who he's borrowing from, what from who, from what, from yeah. where, where money's he, going here, there. You know, like he and, has to keep track of all of that. It's crazy. In mind, you're not exactly, you know, dear diary. Oh, right. You know, <laughs> he's too smart for that. I mean, a lot of criminals, unfortunately, are, are very, very smart. So they introduce this third woman mm-hmm. and you kind of think it's the same, going to be the same story, which it ultimately kind of is. However, she goes, we've been boyfriend, girlfriend for 14 months. Right. So she all was this the longest. Yeah. So they like same type of stuff. But this guy was. Every time he would go to a different city to visit a different woman, he's basically telling the other women he was on business and he's got this deal and he's stressed out. Yeah. You know, and same story. She had given him upwards of $130,000. It was $140,000. Mm-hmm. The first girl was what, 250? 250. Mm-hmm. Right? Hundreds of thousands of dollars these yeah. women have given him. And not um, to mention, aside from the money, but they gave him trust and their heart. And right. You know, yeah. He was planning with both women. Through the text messages as well, it was proven that he both said he wanted to marry them and mm-hmm. have children with them, right? Yeah, he was he 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 know he knew what buttons to push. Mm-hmm. So this woman, uh, like, at, at, didn't figure it out at first. But as far as the documentaries goes, she it, it, she kind of tells the story when she figured it out, and it was something about another. I think the other woman, the second woman, had called her right or reached out to her. They they found a connection on on the credit card. There was all, it, it unraveled mm-hmm. through the reporter. Through the um, reporter. To, I can't remember exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They were able to connect <laughs> and obviously build a very quick friendship because they're going through this traumatic situation at the same time. They understand. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's only a few, few people they can share this with that really get it. Yeah. Know what they're going through. Oh, that's what it was. The two women, the two, the first two women yeah. teamed up. They blew up the story to take him down, to take him down. They mm-hmm. made, they put it all over the news. They had, they went on interviews, all this stuff. And, and they took it, they took it hard from social media, like which, well, they got attacked they initially. Got attacked, I know. mean, Hey, I'm guilty of saying, Oh my gosh, you're only hanging out with this guy because of what he had. I mean, right. Let's be real. But you're not going on their Facebook and no, and I would never do that. Him. I'm just saying when I'm watching it, my first opinion, I'm watching this idiot. They're, they're doing <laughs> like Dwight on the well, office. You idiot. Like that's our first thought. There's no way I would get on a plane with a guy. If I just met him first, first night, there's no way I would lend anybody $30,000. Okay. Let alone a hundred grand or $250,000. That's not happening. Yeah. It's, it's nuts. So the, the, this third woman outlines 
all the things that he was saying to her while also kind of pulling up the other women's like, you know, uh, message history and stuff. And it's all the same happening in real time, just different names, different things. And this woman wasn't going to have it. So that's what it was. She knew exactly where he was going to be. And, um, so, so she started doing all this stuff to get it, take him down, but, but played along the whole Mm -hmm. time. Right. So this, she was saying, you know, all those other women, she knew about the the stories and the news and all this stuff. All those other women, blah, blah, blah. But in the meantime, she was planning to absolutely take him down. She was really strategic. She Mm -hmm. came from, and she still worked within the fashion industry. So she was very knowledgeable with what those pieces actually cost Mm -hmm. in terms of what he was wearing. She said every day he was wearing designer. So she knows what they cost. She knows how to resell them. She wanted to get her money back as much as she could, as much as she could. She wanted to get the money back first. And then she was going to obviously along the way, help take him down, Mm -hmm. which was genius. Now she had to play along. Obviously she had to continue to play the nice girlfriend, the supporter, until she could get her hands on all those clothing pieces. And because he was now strapped for cash, she presented the idea of, hey, let's sell. Let me sell your items because mm-hmm. so I'm in all. the industry. Yeah. Give me your items. I'll get them all prepped, sell them, and start getting some cash in your hands. So she met with him and for a couple of days had to play nice girlfriend mm-hmm. and pretend that everything's okay. Once she left with the pieces... Then she started selling those things, yeah, selling and, them like hotcakes. And he and, was going nuts. And then, well, when he when she didn't respond to him, I think right. after like the two week period, then his then he really started li- leaving like aggressive, angry, threatening Which messages. Which they're playing, yeah. It, and it, because she has all of them, of course, they include them in the documentary. Mm-hmm. You have to watch this. I yeah, we're you missing not. some of the fun details. Like you got to hear. And we're not listen. even doing it justice at this point. But let me just say, like, if you. If you think, okay, just the dating world is alarming, okay, or like if you're uneasy about online dating, this actually may be the story that ends your desire to swipe right because it's just, it's frightening. Although I think that most of us are not as naive as some of these women. And yeah. they're, they're all very well educated. It's just, I don't think that they thought for a second that anyone could be capable of doing this. Right. I, on the other hand, would never step foot. I don't care what. I would hope so. What plane? I'm just saying, like, if I were <laughs> I that girl so single. General. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would have to pass. It just would not. That's I wouldn't take the very bait. unwise. Yeah, don't. I mean, you meet the guy on Tinder, first of all. Second of all, come on. Maybe there's somebody great on Tinder that's also looking for somebody great. I don't know. I just think that there's probably more people that are putting things out there that are completely untrue of themselves because you can be right. anyone. You right. know what I mean? You can create any type of idea of who you are. Pretend that you have money when you're really, you know, working at, I don't know. Nowhere. He didn't have a job. JC Penney's. You know what I mean? Like I, he didn't even have a job. Yeah. yeah. I don't so know what he pretended to we be. We won't ruin all the end. We won't. Oh, no, he, the, the ending is, is good. He was it, supposed to be part of that, that billionaire son. That's what he was. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's right. Good point. But in reality, he didn't have a job. But here's the one question I want to ask before we move on to the next. Yes. Okay. Because I know we already established that he's obviously very smart and intelligent. I would never been. A- I would have never been able to create this whole web of lies. Okay. Okay. But I do want to know at what point when he's living in his mom's apartment in Israel that he's like, you know what? I'm. I really want to be creative today. I feel like I need a creative space. And instead of like creating a new meal I want to or be a con business, man. he's like, hmm. I know what I'll do. A Ponzi scheme. Right. Like, I just don't understand well, I don't, I mean, where someone gets to that point. Because they did say. He, since 17, he's been a Essentially, well, no, but they said essentially this is a Ponzi scheme. He almost created the perfect 
Ponzi scheme because essentially he's just borrowing money. Yeah, he wasn't, none of those credit cards were in his name. He wasn't technically stealing. Now it's all fraud, but. It is, but. So the, (laughs) the, the ending made us angry. How's that? Yeah. Just not because of the, not because of the, not because of like the production, but just what's, what, where, where it stands today. So go watch it. Where it stands today. And also watch it just to appreciate the fact that they're actually able to share a lot of these details. And I feel like in some documentaries, you get little bits and pieces. Yeah, they they talk about it, but they're showing it because this is all happening. I mean, it seems like they almost finished it just a few weeks ago. Yeah, it's fresh information. Yeah, it's like really hot off the presses. Go watch (laughs) it. Tinder Swindler on Netflix. Really a good watch. You may yell at the TV a few times, yell at some of these women. Um, get angry at everybody. You're gonna I think I got a little feistier than you did. I was getting pretty heated. <laughs> you, I'm you like, were, oh my gosh, were, if I had daughters. Yeah. Well, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't be on Tinder looking for love. No, but they also wouldn't, would know better than to go with a stranger, yeah. you know, in their mid late twenties, they should know. But right. anyways, <laughs> stranger danger. <laughs> yeah. Well, like we mentioned earlier, um, we recently tried something new. Um, we're re- really trying to kind of, as part of our new year, um, try a new health journey with trying new things. Mm-hmm. New things to just kind of like... For us, new things. For us, yeah. As far as like, how can we maximize our energy? And most importantly, because we were sick in December and we shared with you guys how we had unfortunately experienced a really bad bout of COVID and mm-hmm. then I had pneumonia. We are trying to just regain the momentum that we had with our gym workouts and also get that energy back and Mm -hmm. just feel like we did before. Right. I mean, just get back to that point. So we thought, you know what, let's give, and you guys may have tried this already, but vitamin infusions are like a huge thing right now. Very popular. I feel like they're gaining even more traction. I'm seeing a lot of those places pop up. Health and wellness spas, health and wellness spas. Um, but this was specific to, um, a wellness center that is vitamin infusions. They do a hyperbaric chamber. Um, got a bunch of stuff. Yeah, got a bunch of stuff. Really cool things. But we thought we'd give it, give it a whirl. Mm-hmm. Why not? Right. So we did IV drips, vitamin infusion IG IV drips last week, mm-hmm. and we wanted to kind of see how we felt. Right. Yeah. So we did. There's a a well known. Uh, it's called the Myers cocktail. It's a mix of, of vitamins, uh, vitamin C, zinc. There's a bunch of stuff in there. All the all healthy stuff, right? Uh, not cheap. So our goal was to say, okay, well, is it ultimately do we feel better? And if if we do, was it worth it? Yeah. Right. And then we'd share it on the on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And now we plan to do a lot of these. And so we're really excited to do do a bunch of these this year. And then just tell you our experience and take it for what it's worth. As you know. Uh, Hopefully you get some some positive um, information out of it because there's a lot of marketing materials about a lot of these things. So, yeah, and sometimes you just you don't really know until you know somebody who's tried it, mm-hmm. right? And so, uh, me coming from sort of a you know I've been in the healthcare sales world for a long time, so I'm I, I always look for clinical clinical data, mm-hmm. right? It's just how it's been it's been trained in me to really you know don't just take marketing. You know, yeah, anybody, anybody can say something to right? research that first. Yeah. And, uh, first I'll just say, what was your take? How did you feel? My experience. Um, well, you know, at the first day I had asked the nurse when she actually had, um, actually given me the IV or when we were starting it, I asked her, you know, when will I actually feel a difference? Mm-hmm. Cause I thought, you know, when it's done, I'm going to jump out of my chair and feel amazing. Right. And she said, you know what? Give it 24 hours. So I did patiently waiting 24 hours came and went. And here's what I felt. 
Okay, first off, I slept solid that first night. Okay. I, I do think I've been sleeping very, very well, um, or at least the first two days. I mean, like, boom, fell asleep, stayed asleep. My eyes felt brighter. I did feel like, you know, when you're in need of glasses and you're just going about life, not able to read. Okay, I honestly felt like somebody changed the lens and mm -hmm. I was able to see clearly. Those are the two things that I felt. And yeah. my eyes still feel brighter, but I don't feel this crazy amount of energy. Right. I felt better the next morning. I'll, I'll admit mm -hmm. it. I did. And I felt, I felt better. Um, so it got us to thinking, all right, well then is it worth it? Right. And yeah. so, you know, it's, it's not cheap, you know, it's anywhere it's from not. 150 to 300 bucks. Some of the ones that they offer. Yeah. So we uh, went middle of the road, middle of the road. Mm -hmm. And the Myers cocktail is one of these ones that's, it's out there. Yeah. So I looked up, what does the data say? Like, what is, what are the, what does the science actually say? Take away the marketing fluff and what does it say? And, mm -hmm. and there's really no clinical studies that show it's that it works right now. The difference is when I was reading quite a bit about it, it depends on what your perspective is and where you're starting. What's your starting point? Mm -hmm. So it's infu vitamin infusions and IV drips are crucial for, for if there's a deficit, mm -hmm. you know, when you go in the hospital and you have, you know, some sort of sickness, yeah. IV drips are, it's, you know, that's what is given all the time. So it's, the kind of conclusion from uh, from the clinical data is uh, just eat eat a healthy diet and you'll get all those same nutrients. However, if you're deficient, mm -hmm. then it can't hurt basically. Yeah. But the only Clint like kind of blinded, double randomized uh, study that was done for mm -hmm. fibromyalgia patients, both arms felt better. So there was no statistical difference in in after they received either just saline or yeah. the Myers cocktail. So are we just dehydrated and need to drink some more water? probably a good piece of it is because, yeah. or, you know, the, the placebo effect is a well-documented real thing. Mm -hmm. So doesn't matter if both arms felt better. Great. Right. Because they think, or is that because they were in a, they were, you know, they, they were mm -hmm. being treated. They felt a sense of, you know, wellness because they were sort of the focus was on them and yeah and they're kind of in a spa environment, in a spa environment yeah. or you know you're you feel and you know you just feel better because of social interaction and mm -hmm. and maybe you're just dehydrated yeah and that's a huge thing maybe right? you just need a glass of water right or a lot of them yeah but for us post-covid where we've yeah. had you know we've talked about some of the stuff that we have kind of ongoing that are issues yeah with nutrients and and electrolytes on it mm -hmm. maybe it we were deficient and it helped us mm-hmm the question is, do we do it next week and then the week after and the week after? Because I know. don't think it hurt. Here's the Absolutely. thing. If it were more affordable, I probably would do it on right? a regular and I would I would want to try it again. I just think the only thing it hurt right now is probably my bank account. <laughs> I mean, yeah, honestly. Like, it was expensive. Right. Bottom line, it was expensive. Yeah. Fun. It was a night. I mean, we enjoyed the time. We It is. It's like you're fun. You're sitting there together. You're hanging yeah. out. Like you're, I it's kind of like a I date. Would, yeah. You know? it, it, it was like a day date and it was fun. I'm glad we tried it. I just don't know if I would go tell everybody that I know, hey, you've got to try this new Yeah. Thing. If you want to drop $200, here's, this is the best way you could spend $200. Exactly. The question is, it kind of goes back to, yeah, you know what? Some broccoli and some spinach and some kale it gets us all those same things for 10 bucks. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you got to cook it and you got to make it and you got to eat it and all that stuff. I mean, I do like the ease of it. I do like the fact that, you know, my eyes did feel brighter and more alert. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel a surge of energy in my body altogether. Not like I'm still cost. kind of getting that afternoon malaise for the cost. Now it could be because I'm so depleted of certain vitamins right now mm-hmm. after being sick for such a long time and I was sick longer that maybe it would take another one or maybe two more. I'm sure they would love to sell me more. Right. But I don't know until I try it. I just feel like this first round I don't feel incredibly different that I would tell everybody hey you need to run out and try this yeah I agree but it is fun mm-hmm. and we felt better my I'm I'm more skeptical and on average with these types of things than you are I, no, I would say no uh, but <laughs> if it makes you feel better and yeah and you know you, you find that it helps then and and that's a personal decision uh, yeah. for all of you it's if, not a bad thing to yeah, try it, does, it can't hurt no. right but the question is does it help yeah enough to justify the cost and that's only a decision that you can make personally maybe we'll try it again we we actually we made a list of some things we're going to be trying they're all health related things mm-hmm. we're going to be trying over the next few months from now through the summer and obviously we're going to spread them all out because we want to really focus on those things so we'll definitely throw these in with episodes as we try them with Absolutely. our results so tender swindler and ivy drips go do it <laughs> <laughs> all right well thanks guys we really appreciate you uh you know, listen tuning to our in. tuning in. Listen to us rant about our thoughts on these uh, these. Uh, I'll say it: some of these idiots that are out there that somehow <laughs> are on TV. But you know, it's fun. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. All right, bye. bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and if so, please continue to listen and subscribe on Podbean, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. We would greatly appreciate positive reviews, and we will answer any questions at feedback at destinationmarriagepodcast.com. For up-to-date content and news about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at destination underscore marriage and visit our website at destinationmarriagepodcast.com. Be sure to tune in next week.